This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. Ay, 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 ay. Jeez Louise. Oi, vey. Being an MMA fan these past uh, few days has been exhausting. Running a MMA website and a podcast has even been even more exhausting because it is 12.45 on Friday night, Saturday morning, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I'm delirious. And uh, I decided to hop on and record this. Um, I promised a second podcast this week. I also promised um, I would have Steve on. Unfortunately, the guy, um, I, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing. He, he uh, was supposed to come over. Uh, he could not make it. We were going to break down the card. This card went to shit. My uh, get-together tomorrow went to shit. No one wants to come over because the card is, you know, uh, dismal now. Um, so now i got to go to B-dubs and watch it against common folk and hear people yell out the most absurd things. But, you know, they got good wings. I'll deal with the wings. But, um, yeah, so here we are. Um, had to jump on. This has been a crazy few days. Probably one of the craziest since I've been following MMA, I think. I mean, you have a sport full of fighters and and, and, and testosterone runs and, and all that stuff. But I, there's nothing, there's been nothing like this that I've ever had to experience. You know, Connor's, I mean, when they say he's one of a kind, he truly is. This is insane. Um, so obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you obviously know what happened with Connor. We don't have to go over it, but um, <clears throat> I, you can't defend him. The guy, what he, I mean, he got arrested, rightfully so. He got charged with um, three counts of misdemeanor assault and one felony uh, criminal mischief. They just released the embedded, um, and they basically they had all the footage of it. And the one thing that stands out is after everything happened and the bus was, you know, the bus was actually taken off and the gate closed, you know, someone was like, all right, let's get out of here. And they, and they ran and he like ran around a pole and like jumped and was like, woo. Um, I mean, it reminded me of Jared Leto from Fight Club it, when, when, when they, you know, they do Project Mayhem or whatever the fuck it was. And he's running down the street screaming and like how excited he was. It's like, come on, man. Like that, that was the, the, the dumbest, I mean, the most villain thing you can do. Um, was do that. I mean, I like the idea and I like the intent behind what he did. I like that he flew in to defend his team and his boy. You, he went away way overboard and he went the wrong way about it. You should have showed up at media day or at the press conference or doing whatever and confronted Khabib. Then Khabib rolls with like 10 Russians. You brought 20 Irish dudes it would have got ugly. USC would have got a hand. It would have been like, you know, all these journalists would have been like, oh, that's so so inappropriate, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it happens. It happens in boxing. It happens in everybody. Polarizing figures do things like this. You know, John Jones, DC, guys who move the needle do things like this. I know everyone's against it and everything like that, but, and I'm against it. I'm against what Connor did. He shouldn't have done what he did. That, that, that was the dumbest thing he's ever done. I don't think it's a career death sentence, but it was definitely one of the dumbest things he's ever done. Um, hopefully, you know, and, and from what I understand, he's not really apologetic about it. I, I heard he's a little upset that, you know, Michael Chiesa can't fight, Ray Borg can't fight. He shook Rose up a little bit. You know, there's reports that, you know, if if she was even going to fight, um, she obviously is, she stayed on the card, thankfully. But um, you, you can't condone that. You can't, you can't do anything. But the only thing I can defend him was, is I like that he came 
to defend his boy, defend himself, and 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 let people know like you can't just you know say shit about me because you know Khabib's been talking a lot of shit about Connor. You can't just say shit about me. You can't corner my thing by uh, one of my best friends, best training partners, and expect me to not do anything. Now, what he did wasn't the answer, right? Throwing, hurting people and throwing dollies and breaking bus windows and shit like that. That wasn't the answer, okay? The answer was, you know, maybe confront them another time, maybe do it in public. I, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, if you would hit Khabib and Khabib got cut or Khabib something and couldn't fight, then you're hyping up for the next fight. I mean, you can hype this up, but it's just so silly. It looks so dumb. It makes... MMA and it makes you look stupid is what it does. Like I, you can, you can, you can hype up uh, an altercation or a fight outside the cage, even though that's stupid too. Because you get a hundred million dollars to fight, why fight for free? I mean, that's just that that that's common sense one on one. I don't know a lot of in this world, but I know that if you get paid a hundred million dollars to fight and you do it for free, then you're probably pretty stupid. And that's coming from a guy who is a big Connor fan. I uh, I, I ride with Connor. I still do. It's pretty amazing how many of my friends messaged me and 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 came at me about you know, what do you think about Connor? What a fucking idiot! I'm so sick of his shit. I think a lot of people are. I think you know for a while there, um, I was too. I think I think the the one thing that scares me the most was I think money's gotten to his head a little bit. I think I think I don't know. Allegedly, let's just say drugs were involved, and and I don't know who the fuck were those guys that he brought. Right? They're not training partners. They're not from his gym. Uh, I'm a, some of them might have been. I know Artem was in the mix or whatever. But you know, John Cavanaugh's not running down there. It, it's, it, he flew twenty Irish goons on his private plane to New York City to do that. I mean, that's. I mean, when you think about it, it's kind of fucking ridiculous. It's kind of badass. But what he did was not what what he hurting people and making people miss out on money and paydays is absolutely. I mean, there's no excuse for it. That it's it's the most selfish and dumbest thing you could have done. You want Khabib, get Khabib. Don't ruin other people's you know lives essentially. So um, and then the embedded footage though, Khabib gets off the bus like like fucking nothing happened. Like, oh hey yeah, yeah no big deal. And then he did a couple sound bites where he's like, well it's not my bus. What the fuck do I care if he, you know. He could message me. He can. He's like, I'm active on. I'm active on Instagram. Message me and tell me to meet you somewhere. I'll meet you. Like a P, but like might be like a straight killer. Like he, like you know, when he goes to Dagestan, he's kind of low profile. Doesn't you know? Doesn't you know? He posts a lot on Instagram, but you know, it's kind of low profile. But he might be. He might be a fucking hitman for all, all we know. So um, that was another crazy news. Another besides Ferguson missing out, another crazy bit of news is Holloway got pulled. And um, when I read that, I said, ah, oh, must have been a wake-up. He must have fainted. He must have hit his head kind of Hen and Burrell style. Nope. To, from all, all accounts from what I read, Tyler Mitten, his uh, nutritionist, and he works with George Lockhart, who was getting him ready, who was getting the weight cut. The weight cut was going good. He was right around 160, and he, I think he had two half hours, three hours, close to, close to three hours to cut the, uh, cut the five pounds. And uh, he was, and he was, and he was doing it, and he wanted to keep going, and and then not even the doctor, but the commission, said, nah, no more. Some lady, some woman, um, maybe not even a woman. Why did I say woman? Maybe it was a person from the commission who is not a doctor. Says, oh, he looks bad. Pull him. New York State Athletic Commission is the biggest joke in all of everything ever. They are the worst. I mean, but you, you know, you need you need the you need the New York in your in your you need New York 
You just need them. You know, MGM Grand to me is probably the number one spot for fights. Number two is Madison Square Garden. So you have to be in New York. But they need to clean up that commission. I don't know what it's going to take. It's it's just sickening that uh, that this happened, that they pulled Max. And then they wouldn't let Pettis fight because, you know, he stopped cutting weight because Kiesa was out. So then he had to rush and cut weight. Luckily, he's not a big 55-er. He made 155.2 on his first try. You know, the rules state you can get a second try after, but you have, within two hours, you have two hours to lose the weight. And uh, he had 0.2 pounds. I mean, you could take a dump. His chick could have sucked his dick and, and you know, emptied him out that way. That's 0.2 pounds you you weigh in. But uh, I don't want the Pettis fight. I want the Paul Felder fight, who weighed in at championship weight. And even more asinine is that the fucking New York, uh, New York State Athletic Commission wouldn't let Felder fight, even though he weighed in because he doesn't have a high enough rank. These made-up UFC rankings should have nothing to do if a guy should fight or not. That's, that would never happen in any other state, ever. I mean, Joe Soto would have never fought TJ Dillashaw then. It's unreal that that happened. That's a fight I was, I was hoping for. Um, I thought Paul Felder, out of, I mean, Habib's a killer, but out of the, out of the three that were asked, I, Al Aliquinta, Paul Felder, and Anthony Pettis, I thought Paul, Paul Felder had the best chance because he's big, he hits hard, and he has good um, takedown defense. But that didn't happen because New York has a fucking... T- they got a soda ban. I mean, well, who, my buddy lives in New York. Well, what are you doing? What are you doing over there? Clean that up. Clean that shit up. So it's been a, a very exhilarating few days. And I am up late because I just witnessed Chris Curtis, who you will know from this podcast, episode seven. Check it out. He just defended his title. It was his fifth straight title fight his second time defending his CES belt. He has three belts, three pro belts. Fought a guy named Jason Norwood, who is a grinder, wrestler, grapper, short, short, buff, strong dude. Chris, notoriously in the past, has struggled with guys that fight like him. Fight ugly, fight grinding. Chris only gave up one takedown. Was patient, landed beautiful body shots, landed a lot of punches. A sick elbow, busted his nose. Got kicked in his balls like three times. Um... Pat Milich, Pat Milicic, who was calling the fight, kept calling for a finish for Chris. I, I would have liked to finish. I think Chris would have liked to finish. He went for the finish. Nor just a really, really tough guy. There's a couple times he wobbled him, hurt him, um, and just couldn't get the finish. I, regardless of a finish or not, I think he should be fighting in the UFC. Hands down, he should have been fighting in the UFC a couple fights ago. His record's impressive. His skill's impressive. He fights with a good team. Um, he's got a great personality. He's smart. He's funny. Exciting style. What are you doing, Sean Shelby? Sean Shelby, I know you listen to this. I know you're you are a huge MMA takes fan. Sign the guy. And if Mick, if it's not Sean Shelby, then Mick Maynard, what are you doing? Chris told me off records, and I don't know if I should say this, but he said if they offer him 185, we'll fight at 185. Um, I think Chris is a perfect frame for 170. I don't think he should fight at 185, but he wants to get in the show, give him 185. And that and that's Chris's mentality, and, and you got to respect that. You got to love that. Um, super proud of him. Um, he won dominating fashion against a guy that's really hard to look good against. He just uh, Norwood just came off a win against Carlos Prater, who used to fight in the UFC, WC vet, all that stuff. Um, it was an ugly, ugly fight. And uh, this fight, he tried to make ugly too. 
Chris uh, turned around, landed some beautiful body shots, some great punches, stayed patient, was smart about it, and uh, and really, really, really put on a good performance. UFC needs a call, 100%. I know, I saw him on Twitter. He offered up the fight Condit. They replaced, because uh, Matt Brown blew out his ACL, and they needed a replacement, and Chris Curtis was the first one on Twitter. I even tweeted out, because you know Sean Shelby and McMahon, they listen to me. But, um, yeah, but uh, he didn't get that fight. Alex Oliveira did, but it is what it is. Chris looked great tonight. Can't be more proud of him. So that's the only bright spot that has happened in these past few days is uh, is that. Because now my, my little get-together tomorrow is canceled. <sighs> Hanky-pankies are canceled. All the f- the f- beautiful food we had is, is no longer. I'm going to have to go up to B-dubs and, uh, and watch it with some wings. But, uh, yeah. But I had no friends wanting to come over for it. So what are you going to do? I'm not going to spend 60 bucks and sit here and watch it myself. So um, I know I promised earlier on this week to do a pick with Steve. You know, Steve is obviously not here. I was going to pick on this card and give you all my picks. I'm not going to lie to you. I got, I got pulled through a whirlwind with all these things that happened. I was in the process of breaking down every fight for you and all that stuff like that. This whole thing happened. My mind went down the gutter. I'm looking at the card right now. Every fight besides the Kyle Bogniak fight against the B. Magomed Sharipov um, is a huge... That's a huge line, but and then obviously Khabib and Al is a big line too. But um, every other fight is pretty much dead even. If they're either even or they're plus ones. So there's nothing that's jumping off at me right now. Um, I don't want to give you horrible picks, you know. I'm looking at the Rose, Yana fight. Rose is a plus 102. Um, if I was doing a parlay, and my parlay depended on obviously – Getting a bunch of stringing a bunch of fights together, I would probably pick Joanna. I think that's the the safer choice. I think this is going to be a very competitive fight. I think Rose will catch her again. I think she'll catch her early, but I, I, I'm I'm the way I have it in my head is Joanna's going to power through it this time and outpoint her later in the rounds. Win a five round close decision. Rose is tough as nails, um, but plus one hundred two. I mean, Rose could do exactly. I mean, there's some people out there that just have someone's number. Dennis Hallman had Matt Hughes' number. Chris Wyman has Anderson Silva's number. Rose could have Joanna's number. Joanna needs to go up to 125 after this anyway. But, um, yeah, if I was doing a parlay, I'd add Rose. And then, I'm sorry, I would add Joanna. If I'm betting straight three, four hundred, five hundred bucks, I'd go Rose because you're going to get a nice little return on your money. You're basically, you know, going to uh, quite possibly double your money there. So I would definitely consider that. Um, besides Habib... Who's a crazy, crazy favorite now? Nothing else jumps out at me. Um, I think Olivia on Mercier is gonna beat Evan Dunham. They're both pretty even. Dunham's one twelve minus one twelve. Mercier's minus one oh eight. Uh, I like Mercier in that. I think he's a better grappler. I think he's gonna take Evan Dunham down. I think he's gonna kind of ride him and uh, you know. I, I just think he has to watch out for a couple strikes from Dunham and a couple guillotines. But I think uh, I definitely think that's. That's a fight to, to look out for, to bet as well. Um, Evan Smith, I think, is going to beat Rawlings. Felice Herring, Carolina uh, Kalavich. These Polish names, man. I mean, how many more Zs can you add in your name? Let's just call it Carolina. Carolina versus Felice Herring. 
interesting fight. Felice is kind of hot right now. She wanted um, she wanted a top girl. I think Carolina is world class. I think she's going to outclass Felice. I think Felice is going to go for a couple takedowns. Might get one or two and then uh, get outboxed and outworked and outkickboxed the entire fight. Carolina's going to win that decision. Joe Lozon versus Chris Grutz. Mocker, I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Sorry, Chris. I know, on, I know you were on the Ultimate Fighter. Lozon is coming off two losses, coming off a big knockout loss to Clay Guida. I mean, Clay Guida does knock people out, man. And uh, so that tells me that Joe might be aging a little bit, but I still think he wins. And then uh, and then the Moicano Cater fight, I would avoid that. I don't know who's going to win that fight. Moicano is, <clears throat> excuse me. Mokano is a minus 105, and Cater is a minus 115. Both dead even. I think Mokano is severely underrated. He's higher ranked than Cater. Cater just has a lot of heat on him right now after his Shane Burgess performance, and rightfully so. Mokano is a legit dude. He's coming off his loss to Brian Ortega, um, but he beat Jeremy Stevens. He, he's, he looked really, really good. Um, if Mokano was an underdog, I'd take him for sure, but it's basically even. So this fight really isn't a betting's paradise. It was at one point when I was breaking it down, there was a lot of plus two, four, fives. There was a lot of, you know, a lot of even lines. Um, I'm going to put something together, a betting package. I might post it on MMAtakes.com. Um, I'm exhausted. This has been an exhausting few days. I'm up late. I'm a father of a nine-month-old, guys. I don't stay up late anymore. I just don't do it. I used to be a night owl. This, I mean, one o'clock is just when I used to just start get going. You know, when when I was twenty-one, this is when we would head to the bars. We would drink all night at our house. I'm like, all right, let's go to a bar for an hour. Like, what what are we doing? But now it's like ten o'clock. I'm in bed. But uh, I powered through for Chris. I'm glad I did. He looked amazing. And then I had to jump on here and talk about the craziness that is MMA. And you know what's crazy is um, Conor McGregor, rightfully so, is, is stealing all the headlines. But the headlines really should be that the New York State Athletic Commission is way over their head and should not be doing what they're doing. It's a complete joke, the, what they're doing. Now, I, obviously, I don't know how ill or how bad Max was. I'm just going off what his nutritionist says and what other people say. There hasn't been too much out there. I'm sure Max will talk about it when he's ready. Obviously, if he's fainting and passing out and, and there was a real concern for his life, then obviously he can't fight. But from what I'm hearing, that's not the case. They just pulled him. It wasn't even a doctor. It was a commission member. So I don't know, man. That just just They need to clean their act up. They need to hire somebody from a different state, throw some money at them, have them come in, let them run things, run, let them run regulations, let them just um, get New York where New York needs to be because – uh, there needs to be fight. There needs to be MMA in New York. There just need. There has to be, and uh, a lot of fighters like fighting there. I, I think it's cool that they're there. It's the mecca. Uh, I think they just have to figure it out. I mean, the judging is atrocious. The athletic commission is ridiculous. They wouldn't let Anthony Pez weigh in. They weighed Ally Oquinta's boxers and said that they were two pounds, so he did make weight, but they're still not gonna let him win the title. If he wins, it's a complete fucking circus. And that's getting overshadowed because Conor McGregor acted like an idiot. I mean, that's that's ultimately what it is. But um, that's it, man. I just I wanted to come on here. Sorry I didn't give you an in-depth picks. I really, really wanted to get Steve on um, so we can bounce ideas off each other. Steve, um, I know I keep bringing him up. Obviously, he's 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 a buddy of mine. He's he's non-famous unless you live in Delhi, then he and then he's very famous. But um, him and I started watching MMA at the same time. And uh, we trained together, and I think his knowledge is just like mine. 
The only problem with that is, is he fills his brain with a whole bunch of other things. He fills his brain with the Bearcats, the Reds, and all these other sports. I fill my brain with MMA and the Cincinnati Bengals. That's it. So I feel like I retain more and I know more, but um, him and I, you know, we usually differ on our picks. We're usually the same. It would have been a very entertaining podcast, but unfortunately he's at home uh, fingering his butt or uh, uh, trying to suck his own dick or something like that. Whatever he does. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what he does in his personal life, honestly, but I'm sure it's something like that. Um, but hopefully I'll get him on one day and uh, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Um, I'm looking forward to next week's card. I know I'm looking ahead. I got like a whole full week of work. Um, really looking forward. Was looking forward to tomorrow. Still am. There's still some fights I want to. I'm interested in, but um, definitely, definitely took a hit for this weekend. But uh, I, I'm terrible at ending these shows. Um, if you just comment how I should end this, my buddy tells me all the time, like, oh, you know, you, you don't know how to end your shows, and he's right. I don't. I don't know what to say. But uh, we're ending it. Should I say that? Should I just go? It's ending. The end, but um, that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna put out one early next week. I'm gonna recap um, all the week, all the fights that happened this weekend, and then hopefully we'll uh, maybe put out two next week. I definitely will probably put up one for sure, recapping the weekend, and then I really want to go over that Glendale card. It's absolutely insane. My boy Israel Adadanse is fighting, um, and I, I I can't wait. He's a beast. He's the future. Get on that guy's train. The style, the last style bender. Follow him on all social medias. But uh, that's it. Uh, again, uh, yeah, that's, again, I'm I'm cho- I'm freezing up when I trying to figure out how to end this. So, the end. <laughs>